0: And now, another post-game wrap-up show for your favorite TV show, it's Afterbuzz TV's Revenge After
1: Show. Welcome everybody, Bing is for doing, we're here doing Revenge, the season finale, Truth Part 1 and 2. Welcome everybody. (laughs) I am your host, Phil Svitek, joined alongside Anna Koppel. Hello. Hey, Phil. And Roxy Stryer. Hello. (laughs) And no, we do not have Catherine Tulich tonight, but replacing Catherine, you guys know him from the show, as Jack. <laughs> Nick Wexler. Welcome, Nick oh, Wexler. How are canned. you? Thank you for joining us on the finale. <laughs> oh. It was, uh, randomly came about. You saw Maria Menounos at the Grove, right? Yeah. And then this was Friday, and she said, "Come down after Buzz." And here you are.
3: You make it sound really random. I had a like a, (laughs) I have a publicist, and she? (laughs) Oh, there you go. Yeah, and I ran ran into her. I I didn't know
1: the full story, Maria. I just got a text from Maria. Hey, but she did.
3: She did kind of rope me in. um, That sounds more negative than it was. (laughs) She, I was happy to do it. Um, so of course yeah, like, you didn't
2: want to come here at all. On every uh, yeah, yeah. Anything?
3: She humiliated me with uh, my poor dodgeball skills, and I had to do it, it as the only way to Is That what me, you guys were so. doing? You guys
1: were playing dodgeball? <laughs> yeah, amazingly. <laughs> yeah. Well, we're going to talk obviously about revenge, and we'll uh, we'll interview Nick um, towards the latter half. But uh, Nick's going to join us for the discussion on tonight's episode. Whoa, whoa, whoa. There was a this. <laughs> what I loved about tonight's episode, we got two hours or whatever it was, uh, you know, with the commercials. It felt like a really good movie. Yeah, you know, it really did. An action movie.
2: I actually can't think about where uh, part one ended and part two started. When I was looking at my notes and I was trying to go through it, does seem like a two hour long.
1: Yeah, I mean, yeah. technically the split was where uh, where Emily is searching for Jack. You know, once once the explosion happens, and that's where we kind of leave off. But you know, I mean, it just kept going. Yeah, through. and
3: it's kind of, kind of a shame. Kind of a shame that it didn't um, actually split there Mm -hmm. because it would be nice to make the audience wonder (laughs) for a lot longer. You know, make them wait a week to find out whether or not uh, Jack
1: had. Here's my revolt to that. I felt like it should have been three hours. What happened?
4: Yeah, I have so many questions. I have so many questions. I can't believe that we have to wait. I have
1: zero answers.
4: Well, (laughs) (laughs) that might not be true, but
1: we'll see. (laughs) I bet you guys filmed hour three and it just didn't air yet. Next week. That's the joke on everybody. Uh, looking at yeah.
2: everybody's face when you see what actually happens, though, in the very end, that's how you know there should be an hour or three, because how are we going to wait until September? Yeah. I'm not going to be able to. Yeah.
1: You should kill yourself.
2: That's a, <laughs> you know what? That's what I might do.
1: That's a good strategy. And by the way, uh, as that's we discussed stretchy. tonight's episode, uh, out of all nights, I want to preface this. We literally just watched the episode, <laughs> and we're coming in here with our first reaction. So imagine the feeling that you had as you watched this episode. It's, uh, you're coming off a of hind, so that's what we're going to be doing, and so it's, it's going to be a little bit difficult talking about this episode, because it's all just kind of emotion-driven right now, we, you know.
4: So I was, like, really freaking, I was having anxiety, I was... I know. She was, yeah. I
3: was, I was there, and she was, I could, there was audible <laughs> anxiety. <laughs>
4: well, let's no, start. I l- mean, at some point, I, like, looked at her, and I was like, please tell me that Jack doesn't die, please tell me that, so...
3: And I tried to hang my head
1: and make it seem like...
4: Yeah, maybe yeah he yeah. wasn't yeah he wasn't going
1: to tell me well that was uh, so, so I mean this is this is a more fair question to the girls but uh, you know you can answer too Nick uh, who did you think because we've been predicting that it's going to be either Jack dies or Aiden dies you know and obviously that didn't happen but we knew that there was going to be a big death in the yeah. season finale did you I mean no one could have predicted Declan I don't think
2: Once you saw that Declan died, I was like, of course. Of course it was Declan. It couldn't have been anybody else, except for the fact that the whole time you guys know I thought it was Aiden. But once Takeda died, I I knew it wasn't Aiden anymore. Obviously, if Aiden was going to die, that's how he would have died. So who else could have really been? Obviously, it's not going to be Jack. They've been setting Jack and Emily up from day one. But
1: it could have been Dan.
2: I I don't think so. I don't think... It
1: it could have been Daniel. 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 Oh, right, right.
2: I, I don't think so because I didn't think Fuck, that.
1: Nobody <laughs> ever
3: calls him that.
2: <laughs> he, he does all the time. We're on a nickname first name basis yeah, yeah. here They're at buzz yeah. No, but I, I didn't think that the Graysons were going to take a hit uh, this early, so I definitely didn't think it was going to be. I mean, maybe Charlotte. But other than that, Declan was really the only person left, especially with this whole baby situation going on. That's a whole new layer of drama.
1: I know. What about you, Anna?
4: Well, I will say this. I, a couple of things about Declan's death. First of all, we have been playing with... The, I'm sure the whole audience has been playing with the question, who does Emily belong with, really? And I've kind of been on the fence, so I'm not really sure, but when there was a question that Jack might be dead, I was like, oh, Jack can't be dead. He doesn't know all the answers yet. And I like—I really felt like, yeah, like they belong together. So, so. His life being at risk answered my question. Well,
1: let me ask you, th- <laughs> Nick. Let me so, ask you this: You've you been involved it? in two of the biggest deaths of this series. You yeah. know, uh You know how does it? And I mean, I, I, obviously, they've affected Emily. But how did you, you know when you kind of got the news? Or how, how did the, even the news kind of come about? Of like, hey, Amanda's going to die, or or, um, or Declan's going to die. You know, when did you kind of first? Well, know, when or- I first
3: heard about it, uh, Mike Kelly told me in. Uh, <clears throat> I think it was after a, about Amanda he told me um after a table read or something and um and then he told me I, I, th- I think I guessed after a table read that, uh, Declan, was uh, uh, that Declan yeah and and uh, and he kind of confirmed it in a vague way um so yeah like because we knew a death was coming basically so I was like is it going to be him? Because uh, it's interesting, too. You know, you're, you're commenting on, like, the how they obscured who it was going to be. And I'm kind of... Uh, I'm impressed that we don't... Uh, the audience doesn't see it coming always. Like, because um, as, as someone who's in on it, it always seems like they're going to know. They're going to... They have to know.
2: You feel like it's obvious.
3: Yeah, I feel like it must be obvious. I mean, um, even just in terms of, like, sometimes the the, the amount of dialogue someone has on it or whatever. Like, like, But I I guess that doesn't always dictate uh, the thing.
4: Well, Nick, it's really interesting that you're saying that because something that we've talked a lot about here is that uh, the audience... Somehow dictates what happens on Revenge that uh, that they respond a lot to what the audience says. And it, it, first of all, is that true? Was that
3: well? I mean, maybe maybe so. I, I I don't know. I actually think that, look, I'm sure that the audience has something to do with certain. You know, it's like, oh, th- these are our strengths. Let's let's play to our strengths. You know, if our strength is this actor, let's give them more scenes or something if, if the audience is responding. But um, I think it's largely that they love these actors. They love, you know, they like, uh, Barry is so good, is so good that he just earned sticking around. He wasn't supposed to be around that long. Right.
4: So, so then I guess my question is, did the audience not love the Declan character?
3: I I don't actually know. I I haven't, um, I haven't been keeping up with any of that. I don't look anything up because I don't want to know.
2: Well, I can say as an audience member, I love the Declan character, and I'm really upset about it because you guys know I used to host Gossip Girl here too, and now I feel like any show I watch, she's gonna come on, and then he's gonna be gone. And, no, I'm because he's I'm the Black like Angel with
3: Death. I know and,
2: and it's really sad for me. No, I, I think it's not a big.
3: De- you're not Connor. I love you, and <laughs> like actually, it breaks it breaks our our hearts that he's he's gone. Like he's he's one of my great friends, and yeah, it, it's it's like it 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 gives us this great. Episodic opportunity, this like for for, for drama and and um, you know, it is great cause for her to um, tell me the truth. But there's a part of me that's like, God, it's not worth it losing him. Sometimes
2: know? I feel like when characters leave on the show, they're also leaving your actual life. So oh, yeah. he was leaving your. Life in the show and your actual life—not forever, but you yeah, know. Yeah, I mean, in terms
3: of we're going to see other. You know, probably going to—I'm going to ask him if he wants to hang later tonight. So I'll right. see him soon.
2: <laughs> Good, I'm glad. But do you do you feel like those emotions come into play when you are acting? You feel Definitely. like you're actually going to miss him, so then you're upset about it, then the tears come more easily, or whatever it is.
3: Yeah, you know, he, he's always said that he uh, he he's had a hard time getting. Uh, getting there emotionally for things i if i hope I'm not like outing him you know with something that's kind of i don't know yeah I hope i'm not embarrassing him, but basically um like i'll admit i've had that problem a lot too um but he he got there more for this than i have ever ever seen him
2: because it and was the end
3: I think so i think he uh yeah i i think he, he was like playing into it that he that he knew it was you know like he's not going to be here on a regular basis he's right. not going to be working and, with his buddies
4: and and I get that because I I have not been a fan of Declan um I you know <laughs> sorry to your buddy but uh but this episode I was like man I, you know I really like him he's he's going around you know I'm, I'm liking this guy so I was definitely sadder in this episode that uh that he died but Overall, uh, not so sad to lose Declan. Well, that's
3: what happens with death. Though. Yeah. Like everybody, I mean, in in real life too. Like everybody yeah, starts tough. saying all the positive crap about right, people. Right. Yeah. And, I mean, I'm not saying <laughs> this is crap. Like I think, I think, but I, I think you start. You know, I think White Snake said it best. I don't know if it was White Snake, but you don't you don't know what you got till it's gone. Yeah,
2: you I know? think that yeah. his character was. Uh, not as big of a catalyst for some of the big moments so maybe when you say you didn't like him as much it's because there wasn't as much drama around him as there were some of the other characters exhibit a sitting to my left
3: I think that's a great point point. plus for I, me I,
1: I, 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 for me the, the you know the death um obviously it affected Emily but in terms of you the line you said to Victoria in tonight's episode of like you know uh, now you have to break the news to Charlotte yeah that was so piercing and you know as a plot device that's what Uh, Declan's death did for me, finally you know, now there's, it just punctures Victoria all the more and -hmm. it's Jack who delivers that blow which, you know, Jack's been, you know, the season trying to do those certain things but, um, you know, unfortunately Jack, you know, or for you Nick I felt Jack was kind of, let's say five steps behind the Conrads (laughs) so, yeah, the Conrads (laughs) is that
2: what we're calling them now?
1: they kind (laughs) of are the Conrads in this episode well, yeah, now they're all behind Conrad
4: I think it's so interesting. Uh, the last show that we did, we talked about who is more evil, Victoria or Conrad, mm-hmm. and we had a debate about that. How,
1: how do you how do you view it? Uh, before it before tonight's episode, it was it was a real toss-up. Um, I always went that Victoria was less evil only because she had a love for her children that uh, Conrad didn't share. But then, ironically, in tonight's episode, it's kind of reversed.
2: No, I had the exact opposite. <laughs> I always thought that it was um, that it was Victoria that was more evil, but then in this past thing, Conrad, I couldn't find redeeming qualities. It was it was tough. It was, it
3: I was think hard. I think they both love their kids and are doing what they do, what they're doing out of you know love and and wanting to protect. Um, but they they're just doing you know they're just doing awful things. But I think. Uh, uh, Victoria has shown signs of of conscience more than he has, you know. So I think he's been, and this episode sort of revealed him to be more of uh, the mastermind behind. I mean, yeah, I mean, I think it's kind of been that way all along, but uh, but sort of definitively that he, he's the the mastermind behind a lot of.
1: Let me ask you this: uh, in, in season one, you know, you kind of. You interacted mainly with Emily, Nolan, uh, obviously Declan, and every now and then perhaps some of the other characters. But in in this season, you really got to interact with everybody, and you know. And so, what was that shift like for you, just as an actor, to work with all? You it was know?
3: great. Uh, um, yeah, I, I. It was interesting because the first season, you know, I, I was basically working on one set, and it was just a revolving door of, um, you know, whoever's on the other side of the bar. Uh, and and so they would basically shoot most of, m- most of my scenes in a matter of, I mean, I like almost almost all of my scenes in a matter of two or three days, at the Stowaway.
1: For each episode.
3: Yeah. Okay. Um, and which which could actually be difficult sometimes. It presented a problem for me because I have uh, I have a hard time memorizing, and um, so to have to know all of my stuff for the entire episode in a few days was difficult, but. I mean, it's my job and I'm, you know, happy to do it. It was just, I just wanted to be able to give them the best work I could. And I, and I struggled with that, but, um, but this season was broken up a lot more. I got to work with, and, and so I was excited for a couple of reasons because I didn't have to learn all of my dialogue, uh, you know, for just, and, and just cram it into a couple of days. Um, but I, I also got to work with all these, you know, like I never got to work with Henry. Mm -hmm. he's so good he's so good Um, and I I know I obviously I only had like one or two scenes with Victoria in season one Um, I think it was only literally only two maybe three actually now that I think about it it was the uh, the time she came to the bar looking for Declan I think yeah it was just this like uh, just a few lines or something and then um, the when I uh, go to the Grayson's and uh, you know, blow them up because. Oh, of, yeah, because
1: Declan's having dinner there.
3: Yeah. Yeah. And then the beach uh, party with, um, what's his name? Daniel.
1: Uh, yes, yeah, but. but the oh, um, you mean Dan? No. Danny. Our friend Danny? <laughs> yeah. uh, what's his name? T- uh, um, it begins with a T. Tyler. Tyler.
2: Oh, the crazy one.
1: Yes. Yep. Tyler.
2: <laughs> Was this your first
4: solo scene with Madeline Stowe?
3: I mean, yeah, yes. We're gonna yes. hold you to it, whatever you say. <laughs> well, well, no, I, I mean, yeah. l- l- last uh, episode I had one with her at the end too, right? Right with the black, like right before the blackout. Right, 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 right. I mean, so but yes, like this, this. Stu- I, I can't remember.
4: I, I can't either, so that's why I'm asking you.
1: Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, and so. it's, it's <laughs> it's okay. Um, ask it. Yeah. <laughs> you know, Me, it's I, don't know. I don't know. It'd be tough. um but let's uh, let's kind of bring it back to tonight's episode, and uh, you know, going off of you know the events of Takeda, um, and then obviously that, that's a jumping off point for Emily and Nolan and, and their kind of mission to find Takeda.
2: I just have never seen Emily be so wrong about something. You know, usually her gut instinct tells her exactly where to go, and she's so sure when she sees this picture in in Takeda's Infinity Box that that's his killer, uh, and it, she's just so wrong. I, mean, I don't think she's we've been, ever seen that before. But
1: here's the thing. I, I feel like she's been wrong so many times, and every time we learn a new piece of uh, information, it leads us to another part of the trail or, or the part of the journey, and it's like, oh, everything shifts because we found this one clue. I feel that happens a lot.
2: When do you feel? i just never seen her be so certain about everything. Everything she okay, says. Okay, look
1: at the last season's finale of, like, oh, my God, you know, uh, the, the tape with the mother. You know, that led us in a direction. Like, everything leads us in certain directions, and then Nolan kind of recaps, okay, what are we really going after?
2: A recap, right? Yeah.
1: <laughs> so, you know. That's I, I
2: don't know. I just feel like usually when she has a gut instinct, she goes with it and everybody's like, yes, absolutely. But she was the one being tricked this time and the audience was obviously in on it. The fact that Aiden was the one who killed Takeda.
4: Well, a couple of things. First, I don't know that I would call anything a gut instinct. I would say that Takeda trained her to think a certain way and to act a certain way. And... And... I'm like and Uh. and it involves not being emotional in this instance she was extremely emotional because she just saw that Takeda had been killed Uh, so so now things are all over the place because we learn that Takeda has his own revenge agenda how do you say that word revenge Revenge
1: agenda
4: agenda. Uh, and, and you know she can't act when she's emotional like that because she is crazy.
2: I just crazy. If you think about it, in some sense, the entire thing is a lie now because, as we learned, she was just a soldier in Takeda's war. And so I'm saying maybe she's missed things before, little things somewhere. But uh, this has been going on for
1: okay, so in years. The, so in the Aiden, uh, as he's as Aiden's trying to convince Emily, you know, just l- let this be. I mean, what? How do you guys feel about this now that you know? I mean, it's. Is it worth revenge, or is a different route better at this point?
2: Uh, what's the different route? You mean leaving with Aiden?
1: As they said, it's it's either revenge or love. At this, you know, and obviously, you know, uh, eventually it leads Emily to Jack, and and that whole reveal. Um, has she chosen love again, as she did in, I guess, perhaps season one?
2: I don't know. I think, I I mean, I'm a lover of love. So I do think that there is some sense of me that wants to say, you know what, you should just leave, get out of there, don't look for revenge. When you spend so much of your life, so much of it is dedicated towards one cause, walking away, it, it doesn't seem reasonable to expect somebody to be able to do that.
3: Right. Yeah, I mean, you don't have much of a show without, <laughs> without the revenge. Obviously, like... You know, I think the idea is you're supposed to always want her to walk away,
1: yeah.
3: Um, but she's compelled, like you're saying. She's just she's devoted so much of her life to it, and and it's kind of, um, it's like all she has. Uh, th- th- there's a great line in um, uh, Rabbit Hole that that I love that play. Um, she she uh, it's it's when. I, I only know the movie. Um, so Nicole Kidman's character uh, is talking to her mother, and they're facing the boxes of her her child's stuff, um, her her dead child's stuff, in the in the basement. And and uh, she just turns to her mom, and it's like she, you know, finally uh, is is vulnerable with her mom because she's been snapping at her the whole time. And she's like, "Does it ever go away?" And she says, "Uh." No, but it it gets to where you can bear it, um, you know. Uh, it, you know you carry it around with you like a brick in your pocket, and every now and then you reach in for something else, and you go, "Oh yeah, that." Uh, but the the key for me the 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 key part of the line is when she, is the end. She says, "It's all you have left of your son," um, and the the pain, the heartbreak is sort of it's like it's all any all you have left in tribute to this person who died. And so her sort of in tribute to her father. Well, definitely in tribute to her father. She's seeking this revenge.
1: But, but you know, uh even even Nolan reminds her tonight that, you know, honor your father by not doing revenge. Right. He didn't want that. Yeah, he and, didn't and he never wanted it. Now that, you know, I mean Emily and Jack are on the same page in terms of you know. For Jack, what does he hope to find by shooting Conrad? What what is in in Jack's revenge? What is the ultimate goal? I mean, How does he it would have
3: ruined his life. I mean, it, but he was he was just willing to do it. It was like I, I know this is gonna because there's no way it, they wouldn't all turn and find you know see yeah. that guy up there. So he knew he knew going in. This is just this is it. Like my life's over. But I like i can't he's gonna get away with it. I can't live with that
1: mm-hmm. who's
3: know.
4: watching Carl then that's the a
3: grandma, <laughs> which yeah it's the silly Gloria? <laughs> no no it's it's uh he he has a line. <laughs> <laughs> about a grandmother that we've never heard of. <laughs> so, yeah, it's just just a way to explain why the baby is not anywhere to be found. Because, yeah. um, you know, normally it was like Amanda or or Declan taking care of the kid. Um, and they were all dead. So uh, we needed a way to yeah. <laughs> sort of be like, yeah, the baby's taken care of, don't worry about it. So there's a little line just to, you know, yeah. Jack says something to... Um, in the scene when he comes in uh, uh, and is talking to Victoria I think it's like at the beginning of, of uh, part one of this two-parter uh, and he's he's comes in from outside and he's like yeah the whole place is blacked out and there's a, just a couple boats out there with their lights on blah 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 and, uh, and <laughs> he sit, sits into his seat and says something about like thank God that, you know Carl's grandmother is taking care of him
2: (laughs) Works for me, I don't care, I'll, I'll let it slide But I think it's important what you're talking about And with the whole rabbit hole reference And everything you're saying Knowing that there's something bigger than yourself Like putting yourself last I think obviously it'd be easiest for Emily To just say You know what, screw all this revenge stuff I want to be in love and I'm going to follow my heart And just be happy But there's something bigger than happiness There's something more to life And something that you need to fulfill There's some people who just want to be happy and that's probably the better way to live. But then there are some people who want to be... Who want to succeed and whatever that means to them. And for her, success is not falling in love, having babies, growing old. That's not succeeding. I
3: think that there's just, she's had her heart so broken by this, you know, by the stealing of her childhood. Mm-hmm. Um, the loss of her father that, you know, and, and having... That lead to her having her father so wrong for so long that she it's it's like she believes the thing that's standing in the way of her being happy is I mean it's you know it's what Jack was about to do it's like I can't live with him getting away with this um, and I think she just feels like no i'll be I'll be happy i'll rest when when he's dead. You know, or maybe not dead, but, like, arrest when he pays.
2: I wonder if she actually when does think she'll be happy, because there is a line tonight where somebody asks her, it was about Aiden, and they say, what are you going to do after he leaves, or what's going to happen then? And she's like, I can't even think about that now. And I feel like that's kind of her thought process for this whole thing. Like, what, she doesn't know what's going to happen next. Say she takes down the Graysons, then what? I don't think she has any idea, then what? But she can't even think that far, because all she can think about is, revenge, attack, got to bring them down so when you when you don't see your end game it's hard
3: yeah well that, that's what revenge does like that you know you never because any story about and I've said this a number of times but any story about revenge is ultimately a story about redemption um, because there's there's it, it can't end up well it can never you're not gonna make a story about how revenge feels good it's it's gonna be like there's gonna be some reward in it but it's gonna you have to become the monster to to kill the monster, you know. Um, and so, yeah, I, I, I don't know. I, th- I think I think that's the that's I agree. the kind of key I, you, I agree you with never you. have a plan beyond it. It's like all I know is I need mm-hmm. to get there, and that's that's the thing that's that's keeping me from moving on. And then once you do it, it's like I don't I don't actually know what I'm going to do after
4: this. There, uh, there was a line this evening. Um, there are two paths to revenge: one is failure; the other will set you free at your journey's end.
3: Exactly.
1: Well, I mean, the the tough part for me is uh, I think you agree, Roxy? I was
2: I was literally just about to say that, and you took the words right out of my mouth. So I was
1: you can scratch then, huh? I, yeah.
2: <laughs> Check, Okay, moving on.
1: Um. Well, for me, you know. Well, did we just lose me?
2: No, no,
1: no? you could. Okay. No, sorry, my headphones keep going out. Marissa's messing with me on the boards today. <laughs> She's trying Marissa, to those
2: you jokester. <laughs>
1: um, we have a blackout here in the studio, just like in New York. <laughs> Um, what I was gonna say was, um, in terms of, but, but I think uh, it's interesting that uh, you know with this, Aiden's at least presenting another option besides just failure and, and success, and you know uh, because of uh, because he was the one who killed Takeda, I think she's she's not gonna listen to him among many other reasons. But um, I don't know. I just I like at the very least what else what, what comes out of it for me is I like the debate, you know, of where you know uh, for Emily in terms of the internal struggle. Right. Of, like, what is revenge? This question of revenge. Because we've never really questioned. Now that Takeda, you know, who's been this mentor, now everything's flipped upside down. You know, it was one thing when, uh, you know, if if it was just Aiden um, and, and all these things, but the, to, to have your mentor gone and, and have your world shaken that respect, you know, uh, and just everything after everything. I mean, think of, you know, Anna. you mentioned it where Emily was just so emotional. She didn't have time to think about anything tonight. You know, it was just one thing after the next, after the next, and then ultimately, you know, uh, to Jack, where you know it's nothing but emotion. It's the man she loved since childhood.
2: I have a hard time though with that because I thought they were going to kill off Aiden, and they didn't. And now you guys know I like Emily and Aiden together, but I think Emily and Jack should end up together. And I think a lot of the audience members have the same debate. Yeah. So now that you guys are both still there, it, we feel torn, and we don't want to feel torn. I'm
1: back on Jack's team. I, after tonight's episode, I am. The
2: problem is, there isn't another team. It's like... After, Corey,
1: after I came into the studio, no, you had to look me in the eye.
2: No, it's like the yeah. Corian Topanga symbol. I mean, like, you know, when you're in love with somebody since you're little... Boy Meets World reference really went over everybody's head apparently. No, not oh, right in it. my head. But what? You know, when two people are in love when they're little, and you just like want them to end up together because that's the way it's supposed to be. Like little puppy love, little kid love. They're obviously supposed to be together, and that's the end game. That's what it's supposed to be. But when you see her with Aiden, you really do feel torn. When you see her with Daniel, you don't feel that sense of, uh oh, I wish she was with Daniel. Nobody wants her to By end way, up with Daniel. I,
3: I think it's a, a tribute to. I mean, both the writing and but the, the portrayal of the of of the, those characters and the, those scenes.
2: Absolutely. Like yeah,
3: again, you know, I, I cannot sing his praises enough. I think he's such a good actor, and Emily's brilliant always. Um, but yeah, like there's such a there's such a chemistry. You know that that I think like that it speaks to that.
4: I I agree, and uh, I I'm sorry to cut you off. No, you're I quickly just want to say I think that the main reason that we were all on Aiden's side so much was that because that was the only person she could be herself right. in front of. He in was the, in on it. Right, and so so now that she's admitted to Jack, hey, I'm the real Amanda Clark. I mean, we'll see where it goes from here, but. Great, yeah. Then by all means, then Jack is the one for you, and I, I think the debate. Well, let me can say this. Now. I mean,
1: what separates uh, Aiden from Emily in the sense of, you know, Aiden withheld truth from Emily, right? And that's what she's ultimately upset about. Is you know, as you said, she, he was supposed to be the guy that she could confide in. Uh, you know, Jack and Emily have, uh, you know, have had a strong friendship. Obviously, it's it's been shaken up in the past couple of weeks, but the fact of, you know, now she's going to tell him the truth. That's just what Aiden did. You know, and she got upset at him for it. So, what what does this stop Jack from being like? Well, f you, what the? You couldn't let me in on this,
3: really? I suspect he would feel that way. Um, yeah, Cons-
2: of course you know your character better, but I don't think you're going to say to her, "F you," like goodbye. I, I don't think this is the end of their relationship by any means.
1: I don't. I mean, I, it, it certainly maybe? won't be. But
4: it's not going to be the end. But he's going to have to cold shoulder her. They yeah. can't just like fall in love right there. Exactly. I mean where's it's that season be. gonna go?
3: Be- because because there have been too many consequences for like you know, in his life for her actions. The the you know, she she tipped the first domino and it's it's set up a series, you know, through, through that sort of series of events, he lost his wife. He you know and, and yeah, I mean yeah, I think he's gonna feel like He said something to her at after, God, after 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 Amanda died. Like when when he was he was saying like, so you you knew, I can't believe you knew and you let, you know this and this happen. Like you you know you knew that uh, she. I can't remember the line.
1: Yeah, I mean it was it was you know it was again at that point it was still a partial truth. I mean you know what I mean. She could have said something you know something then, but she didn't. now, the big, big question that we ask ourselves. You got away with the uh, Carl being babysat by the grandma. <laughs> Why hasn't Jack known that that was Amanda this whole time?
3: You know, it's funny. I'm a little conflicted by that, That um, you know, the line when she says, deep down you've always known. Yeah. Because I've always said in interviews <laughs> that he can't be on, like he – that it's it's just that he's, you know, that the conceit of the show is that he, and it makes him look a little dumb, but, like, that he doesn't put it together. He just... He's
2: incapable he, of it. <laughs> like, no, no, no. I mean, I
3: mean, he's so stupid. No,
2: no, like, he, it's so traumatic, and it's such a big thing that all these times, he isn't capable of connecting those dots because it would blow up his entire world.
3: I mean, I can see, the, but, but that speaks to the he, deep down, he's always known, and so he lives in a denial of it. I I've always thought that he just, you know, maybe so that I don't feel stupid. Um, I, I've always felt like he just didn't, it was like, no, 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 because we get too close to solving the problem if he knows, but is living in denial about it. Like, I feel like he's just had to, he had a big thing for this girl, and he couldn't put his finger on why he felt such a connection to her. He couldn't put his finger on why he felt so drawn to her. Um, and, and that that was it. But then, yeah. I don't know. I've always thought that it was just sort of that.
4: I feel like, yeah, that we were so close to that uh, in season one and it was too close. And I think that's when we brought in the pregnancy. And so then he was just so caught up with, well, I'm, you know, having a baby now. And that's uh, so Emily just kind of had to be dismissed, really.
2: Why were we so close other than Sammy, which was our only real, like, clearly he loved her and that's and that was going on and that was a big connection. Why would he have known? Well, also she was going to tell him. Yeah, but she didn't. So why would, you know, how would he have put those pieces together? What other major signs were there?
1: Uh, I'm actually, you know what, as we discussed this, I'm agreeing with you guys more. I mean, whatever instincts there might have been of like this, again, she's going by a different name. um, And then eventually... so
3: many years later. I mean, granted, I'd probably, like in real life, I'd probably recognize someone. But that's the conceit of this
1: but she changed her hair color she changed a lot of things physically about herself as well right. so you know what uh I'm going to go with you on this cuz then cuz then uh Amanda comes into the picture and she presents herself you know and 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 reveals this truth to Jack and and so then he kind of goes on this journey you know with her yeah. and you know obviously there there's that lust for for Emily but you know it's I'll
3: I say, say this he looked really dumb when uh the uh, a foster brother came in, and was like, "You're her." <laughs> I was like, oh God! This the whole the conceit of the show is that none of these people recognize her, um, you know. And this kid who has known her the longest doesn't. How do you but justify then,
2: that? How did the show justify that? I don't everybody know. else now. Just- I don't
3: know. I, I I don't know if it did. Like, I, <laughs> you know, he. <laughs> But it fr- it was a little frustrating for me, because I was like, I, but that's been the whole thing, is that I, you know, the only way
1: I don't look stupid is if we don't have another character come in and say, hey, yeah. see you. That, yeah. that, that makes a lot of sense. But whatever.
2: At least the Graysons are on the same boat. Like, if you look stupid, <laughs> then they look stupid, too, because they knew her.
1: Certainly Victoria. Right. Because, yeah. you know, she saw her every day. What was it like to film in uh like the exterior stuff of tonight's episode or a lot of it uh did you guys film in New York or where was that? a lot of No, it I mean that, that was in
3: it was in at the Universal lot um the New York uh street um
4: the falling part. pieces Yeah, I don't know. falling debris. <laughs> yeah. yeah.
3: But the but the the tower, Grayson uh, Global Tower was um was all CG, which was kind of interesting to me. I mean, you know, I That's I yeah, I couldn't. I couldn't really tell. Like, I knew, of course, but because I was just having to fake some look to this giant structure. But you know, on, in the end, I couldn't really. I mean, it's a quick little thing, but I couldn't really tell.
1: Here's, what I'll, I will credit um, this tonight's episode. What I loved about it was the fact that they brought in the initiative, but they didn't bring it in. We, you know, we kind of <clears> here <throat> were upset with. It did get a little bit crazy for us in time in terms of keeping up with. Okay, what is the initiative? What is this? You know, but they brought it back tonight but they funneled it through Conrad so at least you know we were able to understand it we had a kind of goal and things like that and so um, which by the way that was a huge reveal by Conrad
2: yeah and it kind of confuses me and I wonder how long the writers have known that for or whether they just figured it out and put it in because if you go back and like Victoria says I killed somebody for this reason you knew this whole time and obviously, they, the actor didn't know the whole time, the character didn't know, but I'm, I'm wondering if the creators did, because it's hard for me to believe there is no initiative. It, it, that's hard to swallow.
1: Uh, it's, it's not hard to, I mean, th- there is an initiative, but, it, but at least now, we, you know, we have a main character from the show who's this, as opposed to this, uh, this embodied, like, company or whatever it is, you know what I mean?
2: Well, it makes Conrad... I guess,
1: I, guess I know what you
2: mean. I, makes, I can always tell when she's about to talk because she... Well, I, I just... Know, so I've it's just like,
1: going. It just boils. It's like
2: a big thing. <laughs> it makes Conrad
4: so evil, if that's the case, because when he was talking about you know his moment of silence for Declan, and Ashley says, well, you really don't miss a, a trick, do you? So he clearly uh, okayed or arranged the the death of Declan. I mean, that is some really evil stuff.
3: Well, he was he was trying to arrange my deck.
4: Yeah, right. But 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 Jack doesn't really <laughs> mean anything to Conrad or to the Graysons, and and Jack was trying to take down Grayson Global. So when it was Declan, I mean, he knows that Charlotte loves Declan. So I mean, this is some really
2: well. He didn't know Declan was in the
4: building. Yeah. He thought
2: that Jack was in the. Building.
4: I understand. No, but, but but
1: she's saying at the hot. You know, once. Once Declan got in the hospital, he took out Declan. Is what is that I'm what saying. You're saying. That's what I'm saying. Well, thank you.
2: He didn't. He didn't take out Declan though. Declan dies in the hospital. Declan
1: yeah. dies, but what she's saying, she's taking it a step further and saying uh, that he was responsible. Con- for. Conrad is responsible. As soon as he got the news that Declan's in the hospital, that's interesting. Out,
3: that's interesting. I mean, I, I I don't know that that's what they intended, and I could I could be wrong, but that's an interesting idea. I
1: mean, if that's the truth, that is.
4: I, I think it is because of the line that, that Ashley said, well, you really don't miss a turn, do you? And uh, and, and that's because before she was supposed to stop Conrad from going on stage, and she said, you know, they're ready for you. The, and that was the moment where...
2: That's what I had the bigger question about, was what changed her mind? I understood she heard what Conrad was saying, but she seems to legitimately care about you, and you say that she's one of the only people that you can trust. Uh, but, you know, she gets the news then. And she, she's told not to let... Conrad go out. And finally she says, you know what, you're ready, you can go. I feel like that's more of a hit to you than it is to Conrad. Well, I think Hmm. it's because
4: he okayed the death of Declan.
3: Yeah, I I, I mean, I I think that's what it's supposed to be, but I understand what you mean because if she was going to let me go down, she's Mm going to let me go to prison. I, I understand what you mean. It's a little muddy, but I think what they intended is You're such a piece of garbage. Yeah,
2: you deserve what's coming
3: for you. That I'm going to let... Like, if if he's willing to do this and go down, and that's his plan, and no one can stop him, I just... I want to see you die. I want... You know, you deserve it. You deserve it. And
4: they've become friends at this point, so I'm sure she would know that if... You know, not only was it... The bomb that was intended for Jack hit Declan, but now like he also has like stopped his heart surgery from going through. Or you know, I just
2: think if she was a legitimate friend, she would never. If he could actually trust her, she. You're saying if she knew that nobody. By the would way, stop that's her.
1: assuming that's assuming that Ashley is Jack's true friend. I that's yeah, I means. never so trusted I Ashley from the right. get go. Come she on, he
2: does though, or if Jack does. I don't.
1: All right.
4: You know who I don't trust, Padma. Can we talk about
1: her for a brief? Well, second? I want to talk. Okay, so we'll talk about Padma. But I, you know, you, you spoke that Henry uh, is an amazing actor. Tonight, he had the best speeches, and yeah. you know, t- in terms of Declan, that was—I mean, you know—as as him and Ashley are talking, I was like, okay, that is low. But then, as he's delivering the speech, my wife is consoling Charlotte and all that. I was like, that was a good speech, politician. Yeah. He's amazing.
3: He, he was brilliant in that moment with. Uh uh, well I, the the dialogue was brilliant i mean his portrayal is great great um but the dialogue they that they gave him for the, his his fight with uh victoria um when he was telling you know when you come to he, it ends with him saying something about it, when you come to your feeble senses or yeah. something
0: yeah
4: mm-hmm.
3: yeah i mean it was just so, so like it's just awful it was just so dark and so stabbing i i, I just I thought it was brilliant
2: The reason I always thought that Victoria was the more evil one Is because I always thought she was more intelligent And now I'm seeing (coughs) That Conrad is brilliant And that makes him more evil The smarter (laughs) you are, the more you're aware You're doing crappy things The worse of a human being you are
1: See, I didn't trust mm-hmm. Conrad because he always goes into whisper fights, as Nick calls it. <laughs> <laughs> Whoever wins the whisper fight is more evil. For whatever
3: it's worth, I don't call his acting whisper fight. I just, I just It was the show. It was. The, I, I had a thing where I was saying that I think our show is a little bit of a whisper fight. Whisper fight. Oh,
4: yeah.
1: I agree. Yeah. Um, but, all right, let's talk about Padma, because you really want to talk about Padma, and she's, oh. she's boiling over here. I know. Am
4: I, am I boiling over? You're like
1: you want to talk about Pat. Let's right, talk and about I'm just pa- so
4: excited about the show. <laughs> uh, so where do we stand on this? She said that she is. So first, Nolan was arrested. Yes. For acts of terror against the U.S. government.
1: Correct. Okay. For, I mean, carry on. That's a. That, I mean, I could see someone getting arrested for that.
2: Yeah. I mean, he blacked out the entire New York, all five boroughs. Yeah. <laughs> I think so. <laughs> all five. Uh, yeah, so then we, we
4: see video uh, where she's saying that she was ashamed to say that she was involved with Nolan. and um,
1: She calls him an anarchist. That was my favorite line.
4: An anarchist. And uh, <laughs> he was a, a blind follower of David Clark. So, and then, Roxy, you made a point
2: that... Is this the, th- yeah, the question is, if she knew they were going to kill her anyway, why would she tape this? Why would she film this? The gut We see... And because we forgot, obviously, it was so long ago, when they say scenes from the next week, um, from previous weeks, like what happened, whatever, we see that she... Somebody walks in and says, we need one more thing from you. So she obviously knows she's about to die. So why would she do this? Because she didn't want to get tortured? Or because she actually... This was her plan all along to expose Nolan. I just didn't understand what motive she would have to completely out I, him like this. I,
3: I think that it was intended to be, um, I think she was supposed to be trustworthy and that she, you know... To Nolan? Yeah. and, And, and actually cared for him and thought, um, that perhaps foolishly it was, you know, a last ditch effort to like, like maybe if I do the thing they're telling me to do, I will be spared or something. just sort of denying what is, you know, most likely. And, and, um, and then just, of course, they killed her anyway. So, But, but you know, her final words were denouncing uh, her love and, and this innocent man, I think.
2: You thought that she was a backstabber the whole time, and you yeah, don't I know never trusted her.
1: Should have gone with know, our boy him. E.J. Yeah. Okay, uh, yeah. Shoot, he's been here so many times, I forget his actual character name. <laughs> uh, anyway,
2: e, E.J. You're talking about <laughs> Nolan's other...
1: Lover. Lover. Yes. Oh that guy. E, uh the, the former CFO. Fair right. Oh, shoot, what was his name? Well I'll think of it as All we
2: go. Right.
1: Fair enough. I can't um here's you know, uh I have Marco, like, uh, Marco that's it. Polo. Nice. I have so many nice questions pole. for the next season, but here's for me, uh and and this stems from this now. With, obviously, the act of terror and, and Nolan kind of going to prison for everything that's happened and the fact that they're bringing up David Clark, I think, uh, you know, for season three, it's going to now be, okay, the, the the fight for Emily is going to gonna be save David Clark's name. You know what I mean? Because he's already a, a terrorist. Now, to add to that, you know, and have that resurface in a negative way again for him, that's going to be a, a, the ultimate battle. And uh, and also, to you know, what's going to be interesting, if Nolan... Goes to prison, which he probably will. You know, now you don't have. Now you've basically lost Emily. Uh, all of kind of Emily's allies.
2: I, I wouldn't say he probably will. I mean, and if he, he will does, or doesn't. No, if he does go to prison, it won't be for very long. He's not going to be there all season. I, but maybe maybe he maybe. Goes, uh, No, I definitely don't think no one's going to be locked up for all by. season. I think her bigger issue with saving her father's name is going to be the fact that Charlotte is carrying her niece or nephew. And that's a huge part of her legacy, you know. This poor baby coming into the world, and how do you live out the Clark name, and and when do you expose yourself? I think that's the bigger thing.
1: It's true. Uh, <laughs> I also think. Uh, where do you guys think? Uh, I mean, uh, Dan, where is he in this whole <laughs> picture? No, oh, because he's trying to call <laughs> no, her. He's I trying to. I called the Dan. Yeah. Why? Why? I can't call him Dan. What's wrong you can with Dan? Call Dan. him whatever you want. It's <laughs> hysterical. I've yeah, called him like... Dan for. How many? Twenty? No. What is it? I can't do math. How many? How many episodes have you done?
4: <laughs> I don't know. Two seasons. 40, forty. Yeah, forty
1: something. Yeah. There you go. Forty-four. Forty-four yeah. episodes I've done, and I've called them Dan, and now everyone has a problem with it. It's because I'm here and I'm questioning it. <laughs> <laughs> So what happens I, I, to Daniel Grayson?
2: <laughs> I don't know. I, I mean, I, we've had issues with the whole season because we don't think he's bad in terms of Victoria Conrad bad, but he's still not all good. I don't want to see him just be caught in the fire here, but it's probably what's going to happen. But the thing is,
4: deep down, Daniel's not a bad guy. Remember, he used to be a poet, and really he just kind of got corrupted at the end of last season. Mm-hmm. And and Poets
3: he's, are horrible people.
4: <laughs> that, I mean, listen, you will not ever catch me at a poetry reading, that will <laughs> never happen, but he's not Conrad, you know, and, and that's why you just kind of feel bad for Daniel, it's like, uh, you know, he's not the worst guy in America, and he obviously really loves Emily, you just kind of feel bad for him. Does he, does he really love Emily?
2: can yes. You say he obviously really loves Emily. He does. Uh-
1: I think he does. I mean, like yeah. right?
2: I think I think he likes her a lot. I just I would like love to get said... the
1: answer from Victoria because it's so interesting how to me how they brought in where Victoria says, you know, uh, you don't love him, and she keeps pointing that out to Emily, and uh, obviously that's a great observation because she doesn't.
4: But she never says he doesn't love you.
1: That's what I want to know from her.
4: Well, well, one, I think I think the Victoria's biggest threat uh,
3: is that she. I think she knows her son is in love with her, but she's just. Uh, you know sort of similar you know in in the way that Jack doesn't know and like Jack has some feeling about this girl but can't put his finger on why he's so drawn to her she can't put her finger on why she's so uh, 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 you know she's, she gets a bad feeling about her
2: why is everyone so drawn to Emily she's just that girl <laughs> that everybody loves and when I, when I was saying before about <laughs> Daniel liking her I just mean he's clearly infatuated with her I just think it could have been somebody else. It didn't have to be Emily. I feel for Jack, it is Emily. She's the one. I don't feel like that for Daniel. I feel like Daniel looks at her, he loves her, it could maybe be one of the people that he could end up with. But it's not, you don't look at him and say that's his one person.
1: So he's going to end up with Ashley?
2: I don't know, maybe. (laughs) No,
4: I don't know. Also, I, I have a question mark about whether Daniel was shot in the stomach. Uh, Because, you know, he had that fight with Aiden, and and he showed up bleeding, but there was this gun in the scene when he and Aiden were fighting.
2: And then they cut away. You just see, you see Daniel look at the gun while Aiden has him down on the ground. And then they cut. And the next thing you see is him asking for a shirt from Conrad, and he's holding his stomach, and there's blood on the shirt. Right. I don't think he was shot. I don't think that's what happened, but it was weird editing-wise. That you thought interesting
3: that. I didn't realize uh, and and I, I actually don't remember I honestly don't remember but um if he was supposed to be holding his stomach or if it was just that his hand was down there and it was supposed to be that we see that he has blood on his sleeve
2: right that's what I think Th- I think it was. the
3: blood was more the point than than the stomach I think
2: but why did they have the gun there I'm not sure and and I thought actually
4: that well, it's to it was- make us wonder if he Right. I mean,
1: yeah, what's the story behind Aiden? Is he dead or alive? At this yeah. point, we don't know.
4: Well, I thought actually that a shot was going to go off, that Emily was going to intercept it, but that the gun was going to be shot, and then Daniel was going to have this bullet wound.
2: Well, you thought wrong.
4: I did. <laughs> I did think wrong. But I'm glad that that wasn't the case, because then we would have Nolan in prison, we have Jack in prison, you know, that's just a disaster that we don't want to deal
1: with.
2: What about Patrick, guys? Just showing up there, We we just get the deep voice, hello Victoria what I, his voice
1: to better you? still be like that I was just I was <laughs> <laughs> and, it, and it won't, it
2: won't be. be yeah, yeah. It absolutely no, won't right. be but that's fine we'll live with it in the same way that we'll live with grandmas taking care yeah you know? and
3: Takeda being totally different
2: yeah absolutely
1: yeah it's <laughs> All fine right. are you with me on, did, did the you head. watch Mortal Kombat as a kid <laughs> <laughs> yes, yeah yeah did mean, you talk I mean, the video game no the, the movie the movie
2: oh I used to play here's that the problem
1: I knew he was getting evil obviously on the show uh And so it might be great casting, but for me, I never really believed in Takeda in season two only because he's the evil character in Mortal Kombat, and so I can never take it seriously after that. Not in his fault, just just my obsession with Mortal Kombat. Your fault. (laughs) Yeah. yeah. Anyway, that's totally random. (laughs) It's perfect. Is Aiden dead? No. No.
2: Because we know that he signed on for next season. So, no. Unless he comes back in all flashbacks.
1: To be the world's shittiest person... It could be flashbacks.
2: Right. I don't think so. I think if Aiden was going to die, Takeda would have... They would have killed each other somehow. There could have been so many other ways. And you're saying is Aiden dead... As in, did Daniel kill him? Yes. Uh, just He's di- not capable. Just, yeah, just yeah, didn't yeah. happen. <laughs> so. I think...
1: I think I agree with you guys uh, because the point is to, to have Daniel stay kind of... in. You know, on the on the border of is he good, is he bad? You know, and and if he killed Aiden, then he would be considered a bad guy by many, at least the f- you know from the fans' perspective.
2: Right, but maybe that's what they want. They there's too many good guys right now. There's too many boys that we like.
1: Yeah.
2: Uh, <laughs> so seriously, all three of you guys, you know, there's qualities yeah. in, in each of you that like-
1: maybe we all go after Conrad. What's wrong with that? I mean,
3: it's it's interesting that you know, like I, I've been rooting for it for a long time for them to take Jack down a dark road. Because I always thought that you can't be that naive for that long and still have the audience on your side.
2: Do you think that part of the reason you want to do that is as a challenge for you as an actor?
3: Absolutely. I mean, it's more, you know, the more dynamic you your character, the more fun. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, yeah, that was definitely part of it But it's like, you know, you he was held in one place for, for long enough I'll say this to their to the, the credit of Mike Kelly and, and the writers um, Even as I was like, oh, I want to play something different I I think it ended up being the right decision to wait as long as they did Because now I think you earn the audience Like, now the audience is, I think, on his side If you did it if you had him turn earlier, you know the. I, I think the audience would be like, "Well, now everyone on the show is is kind of you know bad or or you know whatever. Just everyone's on a dark path." Um, but so yeah, I, I think it's I think it's kind of smart that they they waited as long as they did. As frustrating as as it can be sometimes to be you know in that holding pattern. I
1: think I. I uh, for me, at least, I agree with you 100%, because, you know, we, throughout the season, have been frustrated with certain little things. But, you know, all things came together in all the right ways in this. I mean, this this was an amazing finale. It really was. There's no other way to describe it. I really... Sorry, go ahead.
2: No, I was just going to say, I've been bummed about a lot of finales recently, and this one just kicked butt. So, overall, like you just said, it was amazing. It was exciting.
3: I am right here, so... I- we can't trust If he wasn't says.
2: here, I would say it totally sucks. <laughs> <laughs> no, honestly, we've had guests on before, and I've said that the show wasn't particularly great. So mm. I, I would say it in front of you to be, right. uh, to be as blunt as possible, yeah. <laughs> yeah, Roxy doesn't lie. I don't, Good. Yeah. That's what you got to learn about Roxy. I mean,
3: whatever worth, I loved it. I was like, Jesus, like, you know, one of my notes was like, eh, this is the best, it was one of the best eps Amazing and like just you it's know, it's hard
2: to read his writing, so he's a little confused with what he's writing. Yeah, I'm
3: actually just making that up, I don't think that that's what it says. Um, but yeah, I, I really think it's like one of our strongest episodes ever. Um,
1: could I get your take on the one thing that I didn't like? Yeah, the Regina storyline. <clears throat> <clears throat> what was this yeah. <laughs> lesbian experience for Charlotte? <laughs> Did we have to, like, you know, granted it moves something. things You like
2: it? It's all you talk about. Yeah. Like, no, I
1: talked about the kiss.
2: <laughs> we, we had an entire episode about the makeout
1: and that you mentioned, <laughs> like, seven times. Yeah, but I didn't necessarily need a storyline. Right, right. And,
4: and for those of you who are just listening and not watching, we have Nick here, like, uh, motioning the scissors with, yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> with his hands. So that's, yeah. <laughs>
3: Yeah, so go online and watch that. That'll really get you off. (laughs) (laughs) Just my hands gesturing.
2: Or or just download it to your phone like Regina does.
1: I mean, uh, again, it was just a little bit strange. Pocket porn. Pocket porn. Yeah, I don't...
3: uh, I I mean, I think... Who knows? Maybe they're trying to set something up for next season. I mean, you know, it might have just been a a thing to sort of create some... um, Diversion for uh, Declan. Yeah. To to go.
4: I, I think also that it, yeah it, that it related to Declan and Declan has always been such a safe mm-hmm. place for Charlotte, safe and stable. And I, I think it just really like reaffirmed how much Charlotte loves him. So if nothing else, it was a delivery for that.
3: Yeah.
2: I just Very feel like cool. there are other ways that could have been done, but if it is setting something up, absolutely. And I actually like the actress that plays Regina, so I, she's I great, she, yeah. yeah, she's doing a great job with it, but it is kind of like, well, what's the point of adding a character in so late in the season that...
1: Maybe to drive the male demo up for the show? Hey, <laughs> did, you, did you see that lesbian scene last week on Revenge? Did you see them scissoring?
2: <laughs> is that what happened? I missed that part.
1: Oh, I gotta start watching Revenge. Yeah, no, it was cut.
2: It was a late cut, yeah. It
1: was cut, yeah.
2: We need more females in this room right now
1: Jesus. Men. <laughs> well, I went two and two. Yeah, we're actually, we're three and three. We're represented right here, <laughs> on, you know. We're equally represented here. Um, gosh, I'm trying to think of what else. What, uh, you know, what do you guys want to talk about in terms of particular moments that you that absolutely stood out to you that we haven't d- discussed yet in tonight's episode?
2: Specific moments that happened in the finale, Yeah, or, that, that you, or, you
1: enjoyed, or you know, uh, whatever the word may be. I
2: enjoyed. <laughs>
4: how long it took Aiden to flee the country, and then he ended up not leaving.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
2: it the most ridiculous. Yeah, I wonder what, what like, oh, and they stopped in, the, uh, in Canada. Yeah, but he was packing the
4: same duffel bag for, like, 45 minutes. It was absurd. <laughs> so I by mean,
2: enjoyed, you mean you were
4: curious about... Here's the No, thing. I, I was very amused. If you think 45
1: it. minutes is a long time... There's a lot of girls who pack for way longer than that.
4: Yeah, but they're probably not fleeing the country in hopes of... Yeah, but he was never... But here's the thing. He was, never really trying,
1: he, he was never really trying to <laughs> flee the country.
4: Well, he ended up not fleeing, and he was
2: arrested.
1: Uh, well, he was, he was trying to stay the whole time, so, you know, I don't... I don't, I don't okay. know. I just... I think um, you're wrong, Anna. Uh, I'm moving
2: <laughs> on from you guys, your favorite moment. One of my favorite moments was when Nolan told Aiden about Jack. And you see, you know, and he didn't know that he said she did it once, she can do it again. And Aiden was just like, it it did not hit him at all. I feel like there were a lot of moments this episode where really smart people, Emily, Aiden, are so wrong about things.
4: And you promised to explain that to me because I was confused. What, the Japan thing? Yes, I was confused a couple of times about why Emily went to Japan because of Jack somehow.
1: Uh, Well, because at that point um, she was so emotionally um charged inter- you know this was after the season finale um of season 1 that you know seeing amanda with the baby she just couldn't be around jack and so and and also at that point what she understood was okay i got to let jack have a life with amanda you know and so i'll i'll leave and you know what i'll you know right now i'm not stable enough to be doing my revenge and so i have to realign myself properly which she did she went to japan uh, went with Takeda, and, you know, refocused. Yeah. And
4: that, and that's where she was training at the beginning of the season? Correct. Okay.
2: Can I talk about another favorite moment? Sure. <laughs> please, please, I have your permission to... No, okay, so when Victoria and Emily were talking, and Victoria says, do not forget I've been at this much longer than you, and I, I, that just, I don't know, that line to me was crazy, and Emily's response, how sad for you, Victoria, that of your three children the two that you decide to acknowledge want nothing to do with you <laughs> they're both just like you know like we were talking about when you fight with your words and i just see them like clawing at each other but they don't you know it's it's all brutal.
3: i think it's brilliant too yeah, the way they brilliant. they they both play like it, it, it's they never play the line mm-hmm. like it's 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 always playing against it's like you know said with a smile or something yeah when it so. says
2: how sad it's the exact opposite of that yeah I see
1: what you're saying yeah, um, it's, it's great
3: uh, one of my favorite moments in this one was uh, when Aiden um, uh, when Emily found out that Aiden killed Takeda I thought that, I just I just the way that played out when she you know she threw him to the ground and, and she he, sees his
2: wrist and she knows yeah
3: yeah I just thought the way it was played was was.
1: Yeah, that was that was a
3: great. Good scene.
2: What was your favorite moment to be a part of in the finale?
3: In the, to be a part of. Um,
2: Hard question. So many.
3: I liked. Uh, I liked. Um, I mean, it ended up cutting a lot faster than. Of course, it, it uh, you know, it took a lot more time to shoot it. But um, the scene between me and Victoria, when I pull the gun on her, I'm about to shoot her, and, and then I'm like, no. I'm gonna, I'm gonna let you live, and you're gonna live a long, torturous life. Um, that one, and um, I, th- I think uh, I think the scene at the the end with Emily. I mean, it's just it's just because it's so momentous for for the audience.
2: So both times when you're holding the gun, <laughs>
1: yeah. Is that what
2: you're getting at?
1: Yeah, but not even because of the gun. What, what was in the file that Victoria hid? Do we know? The
2: and one that,
3: on him or the one the on one, yeah? I don't th- I don't think we know. I think it's just the fact that she had a that, that um, Conrad
1: had a file, yeah, uh, and and that she's protecting him at that point. Yeah, I get that. In uh, the
4: in the hospital waiting room, uh, Charlotte says to Emily, "Emily, I need to tell you something." And then she we never get to that. Is it just that she's pregnant? Or yeah, you,
2: yeah. I think we just assume that it's that she's pregnant. Okay. Does anybody else
1: have? I I assume the same thing. Okay. Um well fair anyways. question
2: though. Fair right. question.
1: Uh I think okay. that you know, uh not that we've answered all the questions, but I think that kind of wraps up the the actual episode. Um so Nick, uh how did you first hear about revenge? How did you get involved with this show?
3: Um well I was uh I I had auditioned previously for Mike Kelly's um for his last pilot. Uh it's called uh, uh, the Quinn and Sam you Whitwer. Know, did better. <laughs> yeah, it didn't. It didn't go. But Sam Whitwer, who's my best friend, who's been here before, yeah, he's um, on her yeah, I'm being human.
1: Yeah, check that show out.
3: Yeah, it's a great show. Great show, and he's very good on. It. Everybody's great on that show. Um, but he uh, he he got like we we auditioned to play brothers on it. it we screen tested. Um, not together, but like, and, and actually we just independent of one another got it. They didn't know going into the screen test that, that we, uh, were best friends. Um, and they found it after, but you know, I, I got really close to getting one of the, one of the roles on that. And, uh, and then I came in again, but the, the, the casting people kept me in mind, um, for other things and, and brought me in and were kind of trying to find something for me. And then, um and they're great like lovely people and very good at what they do and uh, you know it's it was it was very I was honored to, to have them keep me in mind um, and then uh, they they brought me in for, for that and I actually didn't know it was a Mike Kelly for, for revenge I didn't know it was a Mike Kelly thing until uh, the callback and I saw I like right before I went in I saw his name on the sheet and was like what oh well, that'll be good.
2: Speaking of Mike Kelly, how do you feel about the fact, I mean, he's still going to be EP on it, but that he's not showrunner anymore? Does it make you nervous? Excited?
3: It doesn't make me nervous. It, it, it you know, I'm, I'm bummed. The guy took a big chance on, on me. Um, I, it just, didn't, you know, he changed my life, basically. I was, I was, uh, You know, crying on the floor of my apartment Just polishing my gun For so long Uh, that, um I'm lying But, but, uh, it was You know, I mean, I, I I had a Dry spell, a long Dry spell And he, uh, he and others Um, you know, casting and Um, and others like You know, Marty Wick, uh took a chance on me and that and that meant a great deal to me so i don't want i don't want to lose that you know um that support and and you know i don't I, but if if it's better for for him um in certain ways if if it uh frees him up to do i i knew you know on the pilot that there were other he had other things he wanted to do um so you know, may, may, maybe it'll be better in, in in certain ways. Just just for for him, he got to he got to be a great leader on this uh, for a long time. And I, I don't know. I, I'm just I personally am bummed to to lose him.
2: You talk about your dry spell, and I know so Roswell wrapped wrapped up in 2002, correct?
3: I don't remember
2: I think it was So I I think it was 2002 around then I think you might be right So what do you Between then and now You've done a a bunch of Other roles But you never were um, On a series Like Mm. you were then Or you are now Right So what was going on At that time You were just crazy auditioning Or
3: Yeah I mean I guess uh, It never felt that crazy It felt You know um, I don't know Like the momentum I I lost the momentum Um, I was I was there's some things I could have taken. I was never like I was never the guy that you offered the role to. Like if you're the lead on on Roswell, mm-hmm. um if you're one of the leads, maybe even one of the first like four people on the on the call sheet, you might get some offers coming your way. Um for the most part it'll just get you in the door for some things, but um you might get some offers. I never really got any. I was low enough on the totem pole that I was it would get me in some doors, but I was never really the one they they noticed Um, and uh, I I still had to kind of you know work work for it a lot and, and I just I was a little picky and I don't know again I was never the one that anyone was really excited about so
2: until this And then he took
4: a chance on that. That's what I'm saying. Everybody's excited about you. Yeah, I
1: mean, here's what I'll say. I mean, (laughs) you know, uh, whatever happens, I think us fans, you know, as you can tell, uh, we love Jack. And so I think, you know, at the very least you have that going for you. You know what I mean? That the fans would be outraged if, you know, something were to happen to Jack.
3: Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's... Look, it's been amazing to to have... uh, that, that this came along. I,
1: do you do you follow uh, what the fans are saying? Well, I, I guess you answered that earlier, so that's no right.
3: Probably. I mean, uh, basically, I don't look myself up or the show, or I, I don't want to know good or bad what anyone's saying because I don't want. It's
2: good. They're saying good things. They are. They are. So what do you you have going on now? You're working on the show. Any other projects you're working on? Just the show? Yeah, this
3: beard. This wannabe beard that will never be a beard. It's a
2: project within itself. Yeah. I'm trying to grow one out, too. How's it coming in? It's
3: good. It's good. You can't see it at home, but it's...
2: It's really filling out here.
4: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Oh
1: my goodness.
4: So I I noticed in... just I I was just um, obsessively watching you as we (laughs) were... But uh, good good start. Keep going. Yeah, but <laughs> this this can't go anywhere but good. Um, but you you do some drawings, some sketching. Is that?
3: Oh God, no! This is ridiculous. No, no, it's oh, no. just a ball. Then, I drew and a ball. Buddy,
4: <laughs> then your buddy over here was saying that should you ever write a book, it might be filled with um, blank pages yeah, blank and pages sketches. And, yeah,
3: yeah, yeah. I can't read, which is why my notes. That explains my notes.
1: Um,
4: and I, why you have trouble remembering lines because. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, you can't read That's how is the
1: process for you like for uh to get ready for for a show like revenge i mean you know even for us you know it's it's very difficult to follow the storyline so how do you prepare you know um let's say now i mean i know perhaps the process has changed from season one to now season two.
3: Well, no, I mean, it, it, it hasn't changed that much for me. I mean, it's just it's gotten more. Well, you know, maybe there is a little bit a little bit of a change. I think you might be right, but it's <laughs> it's that there's. I know you. <laughs> I, know, I know what's up. <laughs> that there's uh as it's gotten more complex, I've had to not concern myself with like I can't answer questions about anyone else's storyline. <laughs> I don't know. Like, I get to read it all the way through, if I'm lucky twice. And then I like read the episode. Yeah, um, and so you know it's like I get this when I see it. I'm like, oh right, and it's it's actually kind of great because I've forgotten. So it you know I I've forgotten how it plays out. I've forgotten all the twists and stuff for everyone else. So I'm I'm actually kind of drawn into it. Um, but for me, it's it's like I just have to kind of ignore <laughs> everything but my stuff, which sounds awful, but it's because it's episodic television and we move quick and and I have trouble memorizing. So I, I like work for hours and hours and hours on each scene just, just to memorize.
1: Do you watch the episodes um, after the fact to kind of refresh your memory and, you know, kind of get reacquainted with the material? Uh, not as much
3: as I should, which is part of the reason I'm a publicist nightmare.
2: <laughs> oh, on top of that, I was wondering if you watch specifically yourself, even just to see if it can improve your skills, or do you feel like watching yourself makes you self-conscious?
3: Well, it does both. But interestingly, um, I found kind of use, found it useful to watch myself because I all <laughs> I don't like myself as an actor, and um, I on the day always feel terrible. I'm like, D- I need to quit. And then I see it, and while I still feel really insecure about it, I I feel like almost without fail, I think it comes off better than it felt. Um, so
2: then it's important to watch so you are reassured that you don't look the way you feel.
3: Yeah, yeah. Like, it's it actually sometimes gives me a little boost, like, you know, oh... I I I don't I I suck, but not as bad as I thought.
4: I feel really sad right now.
3: Yeah, I know. Because it's, we're it's,
2: such big fans, I can't I can't I'm even like, picture you thinking that you suck. Like I, I were you were you supported
4: in your dream
2: to act as,
4: as yeah, a young man? Yeah,
3: I was. I was. Um, yeah. I just I, I don't I don't look. I don't know where it comes from. I just it's just me.
2: I did a little stalking, and you have seven brothers. Did yeah. I? Did Maybe I that's heard? where it came from. Are you youngest, oldest, middleest, somewhere in between us?
3: I'm the middleest. I'm um, I'm the fifth. uh, Yeah, the fifth of eight (laughs) boys. Sorry, it's because I'm the I'm the. My parents had four uh, sons and then split and got back together Mm. a number of years later and had another set of four. So I'm the uh, I'm the oldest of the second set.
2: And are they in this business as well, or living out here? Or are you no, you're no. out here solo?
3: I'm out of here solo. My my uh, youngest brother thought about doing it for a little while, and then I don't know I, I don't know what happened. He he thought better somehow. Did I mean, you give
1: him advice not to do it? No, actually. Steer clear. Um, <laughs> though I I
3: if it got serious enough with him, I might I might have not not tried to steer him away from it, but just like warned him how like. That actually, you know, that is probably the the thing that has made me the most insecure. The 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 lean years, um, you know, the years between Roswell and, and now, mm-hmm. um, I'd always been kind of naive about. I don't know, like I, whatever praise I got, kind of fell into my lap, and so I never had to. Um, <laughs> I never had to really like work that hard for it, and then I. Uh, you know, was, was off Roswell and had a, a long period of of nothing um, or at least, you know, just guest spots and, and it wasn't enough to I don't know, you you couldn't put it in the bank in the emotional bank
2: So how did you, how do you motivate yourself you know this is what you want to do with your life but you're not booking the way you want it, you know like, how, what do, you, you, what do you, you do?
3: Well, if you're me, you lose motivation <laughs> you, I mean, I kept doing it, but with my I actually think this is a metaphor for for what it's like to, to work on episodic television sometimes as well but um, it's like the, I was on a I was I was just plowing down a road that you know like I was on a bridge that was being built as I well actually that's that's the analogy for for working on TV um being on a bridge that's being built like driving on a bridge that's being While built you're driving. A, yeah but um i uh, this was more like I, I, I was I was going down a road that I, you know I, I knew it was gonna I was, that I was heading towards a cliff and I just wasn't stopping what I mean by that is my finances were finite um, and I was still getting residual checks and stuff but it was like you know it was terrifying um mm-hmm. but i i was like I kind of don't know what else to do. You know, this is what I want to do. Um and yeah, I just I just what, kind of What's your uh, sort of
1: perfect role? Like uh, you know, uh, you know, hopefully seasons down the line once Revenge wraps up, let's say season ten 9. 10 years from now. 10 years from now, of course. Um, you know, what, what what are some roles that you would like to play or, you know, in the hiatus, I know a lot of actors in the summertime, you know, shoot movies or other projects. Like what what's something that you would love to be a part of? You know, just even, you know, is it sci-fi? Is it comedy? Is it is it more drama? What? I, th-
3: I think I. You wouldn't know this to to speak to me now, but um, I, I would love to be.
2: uh revenge loses its ringleader.
1: <laughs> what do we got, Marissa? Oh. What are do you doing on news and gossip?
2: already? No. <laughs> oh. breaking news! Now I want to know what that's. You want to do it? Do it? No (laughs) No, We'll
3: Um, we'll get there I I I would like to do comedy Um, That was sort of What led me
1: to To act Comedy Yeah Yeah I mean like uh, What kind of comedy I mean there's tons of comedy Is it like slapstick Is it Honestly
3: Something like It's always sunny I just You know And I'm actually You know Kind of friendly With uh, Well I I was going to say Kind of friendly With those guys But I don't actually Know the others very well I know um, one of them Pretty well And he's a good friend of mine And um, And, uh, you know, so I'm not just kissing his ass here. I think that show is brilliant. I think those guys are amazing. And I think it's, like, it rings truer to me than Friends, is, as much as, as brilliant as I think Friends is. It's, and I, and I really do, I think it's, like, a legitimately it's feel brilliant good. drama. Yeah, like, everyone's beautiful. Everyone's got a everyone's incredibly witty everyone you know like everyone's got a great job a great apartment uh, and all this and i just and there's something um sort of perfect about the comedy even but it's always sunny has this dark twisted i don't know i don't know it's it's a uh, real life comedy yeah it's it's gleeful and it's uh <laughs> Like, how unredeeming (laughs) these uh, these characters are.
2: Okay, also, I just want to know, other than memorizing, once you book something, is there anything that's particularly difficult for you? Like, we were talking about emotionally getting somewhere or uh, interacting with characters or if you're filming a scene and somebody's not there. Is there anything else other than learning your lines that you struggle with?
3: Well, I mean, you know, learning them is, is... one of the biggest problems for me, but um and I don't know why that is. I don't I gotta change something about the way I learn my lines. But uh um I think part of it is that I do all of it alone, like almost all of it. Every time. Um as
2: opposed to what do you mean working
3: with a partner or something like working with a scene partner to um you know, it's I don't know, maybe that's cuz I've been doing, you know, I had those those lean years for so long and I I just it was like a it was a private exercise always um for for like 10 years. I never studied with anyone else or anything. Um but uh I don't know. Anyway, um question again.
2: If there was anything else that was particularly difficult?
3: <sighs> I don't know. I mean, it's weird. I used to think that I used to find getting to it, uh, you know, like an emotional place was very, was very hard for me. And, um, now it's like one of the only things that I have, like, like when I do it and I'm able to do it and uh, I'm not saying that it is, I think it's kind of an actor's trick. Like if you can get, you know, tears to come, then that's like it's almost like cheating sometimes, you know, it makes an actor feel like they're really acting their ass off, but it doesn't always, uh, it's not always the most interesting way to play it or whatever. Um, but it's, it's, it's become one of the only things that I have like some confidence in, um, not just getting tears, but being able to get myself emotional. And actually, because it, it's the closest I've come to like, cause when I get myself there, I can I can you know sort of through listening to music and 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 sort of working myself up. I'll get myself there, and then I actually putting myself in the shoes of the character is what will keep me there, and that has been that's the closest I've I've been uh, you know I, I get to like living like good? yeah well I, I, and to like not pretending like because. Uh, everything else i'm I'm always second guessing myself, but when I can get emotional and just kind of respond to uh to the situation that's um, i don't know that's like, that's the purest uh, experience I've had with it
1: well speaking of pure uh you want to give us your pure predictions for season three? Because That's amazing.
2: you, That's such I know, a good Chris, transition, now. so good. You're after
1: buzz. I was working that all night. I was like, I hope Nick. That
2: <laughs> better, That better transition.
1: Well, but uh, you, you don't know what's gonna go on season three, just like us. So yeah. anything that you predict, is just that. It is a prediction. So what what would you like to see in season three?
3: Um, I would like to see something different. I'd like to see. Uh, I mean. Well, I mean something different. I'd like to see Jack go after um, Conrad even more. I, I would like to see a bit more of this dark path before we take him you know
1: well here's what I, th- I think for me in terms of my prediction, I think now you have to now it's a it's a dynamic duo of Emily and Jack. You know, I mean, you can't you can't now go back with that knowledge. You know what I mean? Right. So, but then again, as we kind of were talking a little bit earlier, does he resent Emily for you know this truth or whatever? But she
2: can't just say like J K L L. Yeah, I mean, maybe she
1: can text she him. doesn't that talk analogy. like that. Yeah. yeah.
2: Just kidding. Um, no, I, I, we definitely can't turn back from that. You guys are thinking that he's going to be upset, and maybe that will run out the course of the season, and finally at the end of season three, we'll see you guys together or something. I, I kind of <laughs> hope for that. But I also hope that Nolan finds somebody and that that somebody lasts a little longer than a couple episodes.
4: I would like to see Daniel find out that she's the real Amanda Clark and still side with her and turn against mm-hmm. the Graysons. Interesting. I like but then them. you're going to like Daniel. I I, I, I like, like Daniel. I don't she think does like Daniel. Yeah. yeah. I don't think that he's the one for her, but I do like Daniel.
1: I think for me what I, uh, what I would love to see happen is you know the, the premiere I would like to see a little bit closer of an examination of you know because right now we're in the midst of everything Conrad's in the midst of his speech, Victoria's back home Charlotte doesn't necessarily know the truth and so I'll, in that particular episode I like to spend a little bit of time examining all these different things right Nolan what's going to happen to him and so I don't want us to just kind of breeze over all those things to, to move plot forward. We can do that in later episodes but I want to slow it down a bit. Hmm. I don't know hmm. That's just a wish Not a prediction
2: The wish list of afterbirth. That's good I know
1: <laughs> Nick you better bring it back To whoever's, uh, whoever's
3: <laughs> Running I'll the show this time this. Yeah yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. yeah. Can I like. write this down for you? <laughs> um, anything else That you guys would like To talk about? No? Good. All right Well uh, fans Thank you so much For joining us For 22 episodes Of season 2
3: yeah, thank you. Uh,
1: it, it's been quite a ride, um, but I can't believe it's over. I don't want to say it's over. I'm trying to prolong. Marissa's gonna Marissa's gonna stab me by the way, because I've prolonged this <laughs> this finale for so long. But I don't want to say it. I don't want to say it. this is it for season two. What it is. Yeah. In the meantime, however, where can the where can our fans interact with you guys off air, Nick? Where can they find you?
3: I mean, you know, you're gonna have to run into me in my neighborhood because I don't have Twitter or anything.
2: No so Instagram, we've been, no Twitter.
3: No. I'm not a 13 year old girl. How about Roxy will manage Apparently, your Twitter? Apparently,
2: I'm a 13 year old girl because I have Instagram and Twitter. I
3: know, I know, I'm sorry. Um, but <laughs> yeah, I yeah. know, I'm just, like I said, I'm a publicist nightmare, so you can't get a hold of me anywhere.
2: <laughs> anyway, you can find me at Roxy Stryer. You can follow me at
4: Copple for Mayor.
1: And you can follow us here at AfterBuzz TV. Thank you so much uh, to all the fans that have written uh, on comments on YouTube, iTunes, and uh, email. Over, uh, you know, feel free to do that. Info at AfterBuzz TV. Thank you guys for a wonderful season. We'll see you season three. Thanks from Bing.com. Executive
0: producers Maria Menunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff. We would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV Network.